This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show. I think Look your mic us. just blew out. <laughs> no, it's there. I see it. It's, it didn't even touch the red. I'm far away from, I'm further away from the mic than I normally am. I all was right. all the way back here because I didn't want to hurt people's ears, but we're back, folks. <laughs> Look at us. If you're uh, listening to this, you must be a big Christmas fan because you're checking out the Christmas Countdown Show in the off season. And we are so glad that you are checking us out. Now, you may be saying, well, what are the boys going to be talking about here in the middle of uh, what month are we in? May. May. It's, it's going to be, be May. May. Um, and you may be saying, why are they releasing an album? What are we, what are we counting down today? We're releasing well, folks, an album? Did I say an album? Yes, finally. <laughs> it's finally happening. Oh, my dreams have come true. Oh, my God. Release releasing an album. episode. That's what I meant to say, an episode. <laughs> but the reason that we're releasing this episode is because uh, we record the Disney Countdown Show, which hopefully you listen to as well. If you don't, come check us out at Disney Countdown Show um, on the Countdown Network. Uh, but we are super busy this week. Danny's going to be on vacation in Hawaii. I am going to be working on a TV show the next uh, couple of weeks. So we are not able to record a new episode of Disney Countdown Show. And Chris Sisley, our amazing producer, came up with this great idea to sort of uh, take all of the weird little offshoot tangential moments <laughs> that have happened over recording Christmas countdown show, Disney countdown show, parenting countdown show over the years. And we've had lots of weird little moments. You know that Danny and I love to go on tangents. And so no. we've done many of those and some of them didn't make the cut. So what you're going to hear today is a smorgasbord, if you will, <laughs> of a bunch of those moments, right, Danny? I feel like we just did this so you could have the opportunity to say the word smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Can we it's do a great word. <laughs> some sort of countdown at some point this next season for Christmas countdown that's like great words, great Chris words that are related to Christmas or yeah. like we'll just call it our 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 smorgasbord episode. Remember we do with like the like ultimate that. Christmas list season yeah, one. Yeah, like yeah, we should yeah. do a, a smorgasbord episode. A cornucopia, if you will. Ooh, I love that. You've taken two of my favorites <laughs> right right out of the gates. And my now I'm racking my brain for other big quirky words that I would love to use. So um, I don't have those currently, but um, I will think of those while I'm in Hawaii uh, on the beach uh, with my family. But yeah, you know, as Eric shared, Chris had this brilliant idea to give a bonus episode because we are in the middle of a season on Disney countdown. And we thought, well, why don't we just give it to our Christmas fans as well? Um, you know, you guys are the most loyal of the most loyal and, you know, we've become such close friends over the years. You've learned so much about us. And we thought, well, let's give you a little bit of the content that you never heard on the show. That's the one thing we get from people is they're like, we just want to hear more. We just love hearing more about you guys. Um, and so we thought, you know, let's give, let's give the people what they want. So we're show, showing up with this special deleted scenes episode, the director's cut, uh, as it were, that's going to pull back the veil and you can hear, would you believe it even more ridiculous, even more silly rabbit hole stories that Eric and I have shared with each other over the years. I don't even think, Eric, you haven't heard any of these stories, have you? I mean, I heard them when we recorded them, I'm assuming. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know what is going to be in the episode. No. Neither do I. I'm nervous. I Part of me, I, I love that we put this trust in Chris to be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure there's some good stuff in there. <laughs> it's like, uh, we have no idea what you all are about to hear. So you'll be hearing it um, 
for the first time with us and, and we're excited yes. to, to go on that journey with you. Um, but before we jump and get into that, you know, if you're not doing so already, please make sure you follow us on our social media channels at Christmas Countdown Show. And if you're if you love the vibe that we bring, this merriness, this the the magical vibe, please come check out Disney Countdown. We've recorded 16 episodes of that show, and you're gonna get a lot of the same you know, personality, a lot of the same sense of humor, a lot of the same heartwarming stories along with countdowns of some of our favorite Disney related things from rides to food, to music, to movies, you name it. We cover it. Uh, go check that out. There's 16 episodes waiting for you right now to fill your time between now and Christmas 2023. And we will be back with another bonus uh, off season episode. I'm sure at some point um, this season, but for now, Eric, what do you think? Should we should we get to the deleted scenes and let's and do see it. what Chris has up let's his sleeve? Jingle our way right on over there. Jingle, jingle, baby. We're going to do speaker view. Hello, 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 hello. Why do I not come up? Hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. How do I? Do you know you hide a person? <laughs> Sorry, I can just turn my camera off. I guess. Well, no, I I <laughs> oh, want Chris. you up there. I want you here. <laughs> I want you here for sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. How do we get rid of someone? Just for example, yeah, say let's I say did. it was Chris. If there, if there was a third camera on and I didn't. Because <laughs> well, I can't hide because we're recording. It's going to show oh, whatever. I'll just leave it as is. I just can't change where everyone's appearing on my screen, which is annoying. We're all here all the time. We're just all here all the time. All right, let's do this. Let's do it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and dreamers. Um, and we're not talking about the Sean Connery movie. Um, this this needs to become wait wait a viral rewind. sensation. Sean, Con Sean yes. Connery, Sean Connery, not in Con Air. He was in the you Rock. Thinking he was not in Con Air. <laughs> oh no, who was in Con Air? But, uh, Nicholas uh, Cage. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas John Cage. Malkovich. Okay. Okay. Uh, John guy. Leguizamo, John Cusack. Uh, yeah. um, I love that out of this entire else? conversation, that's the line that you have the biggest <laughs> issue with, is me saying <laughs> Sean Connery. Those are big movies. Well, I anyway. feel like Con Air is a great movie, and Sean okay. Connery, also a great actor, but Sean Connery did not say, put the bunny down. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to choose between watching Con Air or using the Con Air fuzz trimmer, I would choose the Con Air fuzz trimmer. Um, Whoa, that's a big say, statement, Ooh. dude, because I don't Con mess Air around. is a great movie. Uh, How about The Rock? I don't know though? if I've There's ever watched the whole thing. Wait. You've never seen the whole thing of Con Air? Oh, it's so good. No. Um, you know, there's a great story about the making of The Rock, though, which is what I think you originally were thinking of, with Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. Uh, yes. is, there's two cool ideas about this. One is, this is a real-life story, that when they were making it, Michael Bay was uh, directing it, Bruckheimer, I'm pretty sure, was producing it, and Disney, because it, it was a Disney picture, um, Disney was like trying to cut Michael Bay's... Um, budget and there's this great story that sean connery personally flew to disney headquarters and like walked into a big meeting it was like this boy is doing a great job making your movie you're making millions of dollars with this silly mouse in your parks give him the money he needs so we can finish our damn movie <laughs> you know and so wow. and, and then they gave him the budget that they need which i think is very cool um 
I thought you were going to say two. then they gave him a box of uh, Conair fuzz trimmers. And he's, they said, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this is the other, uh, this is a, a theory from The Rock. So The Rock is about, you know, uh, Alcatraz, and they have to break back in, and so they get this guy right. who used to be on Alcatraz. There is a theory, I believe it is, that um, Sean Connery is essentially playing James Bond that James Bond, that his James Bond would have been sent to Alcatraz, and this was like, he, they never say that he's James Bond, but in a way that he is. I don't know. Look it mm. up. There's there's people that know more about it than me. I once ordered a Whopper from Burger King and got mm-hmm. all the way home and realized that they didn't put a patty in it and went back to get a, the patty. And when I went inside, they said, oh, we didn't think you'd come back. <laughs> Wait, what? So they intentionally did it? <laughs> They knew that they didn't give oh me a, a Whopper patty. We that didn't think you'd so come cool. back. <laughs> I wonder if they were surprise, taking bets. Surprise. TV's back in the building, and I want my patty. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh grown up, gosh. and I want my patty. So it's. I wonder if like they were so bored. <laughs> I ain't a part of the kids' club anymore. <laughs> right? I wonder if they were so bored that they thought, oh, let's just entertain ourselves. Let's just not put patties in the next like five burgers, and let's take bets as oh, to how you many people know, come back. You know that high school kids working at Burger King did that for sure. That's I, totally a thing. My first job, do. I didn't share this when we were talking about Hardee's and Carl's Jr., but my first job was Carl's Jr. Yes. I worked in fast food. Good. Yeah. They I, I my first job I hated that job. <laughs> my first job was Auntie Anne's pretzels. Really? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it was good. At the mall? At the mall. And we were right nice. next to a Mrs. Fields cookies, so we would at the end of the at the end of the night we would you know let's say we were closing at eight at like seven fifty nine we would make a huge batch of fresh pretzels, and they would make <laughs> a huge batch of fresh um, uh, chocolate chip cookies, and then we'd be like, oh, we couldn't sell them in the last minute. I guess we'll just trade with you guys, oh, and so brilliant. then we w- we would all go home the next day, you know, with like bags of cookies and pretzels. That's amazing. Yeah, good times. What was your first good job, time. Chris? I worked at a grocery store. I bagged groceries for nice. like four years until I escaped. So we could call nice. you Bagman. Bagman. I mean, you could. I probably wouldn't answer. I didn't try. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> he we'll, might come we'll up and on... slap you if you call him Yeah, Bagman. right, exactly. Yeah. Fair point. Um, Keep my first job out of your mouth. Keep my first, <laughs> first job <laughs> out of your mouth. That's amazing. We just oh come full God. circle. It's great. Speaking of Eric, sorry, I'm just totally interrupting you and your memes and things, but this is a good transition because this has to do with social media. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yesterday I had an idea for a reel that I thought was really funny. Okay. And I, I made it and I went in and I showed it to my wife and she just stared at me like silent. <laughs> and and she's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what makes it so funny. And I was like, well, no, here's what makes it funny. It's like, we're, we're parents because like the real is there's this trending sound where it's like you hear ah and then it goes na 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 like from the Gwen Stefani song sure um, yeah and so I did it like I was running out into the garage screaming and then I started dancing like I was calm like after screaming and my caption on it was you know parenting while working from home has me like sure and I was like that's funny she goes yeah I just don't get it and I said all right well I'm gonna post it and she goes all right, we'll see what happens. And so like, as, as like, I kept getting more and more likes, I was like, 100 likes, 250 likes. I was like, I said to her last night, and this probably wasn't the smartest thing. I was like, 
clearly some people get it. Um, oh, gosh, Danny, you're yeah. digging yourself a hole. <laughs> I like to keep things spicy here at home, you know? It's a lot of redundancy, working from home, being home with two kids all the time. So I like to, I like to I like spice things up from time to time. Oh, my gosh, you're brave, man. You're brave. At my own expense. Anyway, speaking of social media, why don't we get to Eric's memes and things? Do you ever go to Fantasyland, like, really early in the day when you go to Disneyland? Um... Yeah, we. I've never been at Disney like super early though. Yeah, so I don't know if this is a new thing they're doing since Bob Iger is back, or if it's just always been a thing. And I just never went to Disneyland early enough or Fantasyland specifically. But there are a lot of characters, like face characters, who are like out and about, and they ride the rides. Oh, cool! Which is really cool. So like, the Mad Hatter and Alice are like riding in a teacup together. That's uh, fun. And then we were over at the carousel and I was walking by. I was like, wait a second. And Captain Hook was like sitting on a, a horse on the carousel. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's really cool. And as we were standing there watching him, like Peter Pan and Wendy came walking up. And Emerson, as you know, is like really into her autograph book right now. Yeah. And so she was like, oh, I got to get their autographs, daddy. And so like we like chased them down and like got Wendy. But like Peter Pan was like way up ahead. He was like going up like the uh, accessibility ramp to get onto the carousel so they didn't have to wait in the line and right. so she like handed the book over to him and he signed it i was like hey you know can we get a photo as well like she's really into getting photos once she gets an autograph she goes yeah yeah of course wendy said this she goes just meet us at the exit you know and we'll we'll get a photo as soon as we're done so so we hung out and like watched them ride the ride and then like everybody got off the ride and, and wendy walks over to emerson at the exit gate and she says would you like to come for a little ride with us and they nice. opened up the exit gate and they pulled her in and she got to do the whole carousel ride with Peter Pan. And oh, that's great. That's Dude, awesome. It was like, oh man, uh, the videos we have, like the look on her face, um, <clears throat> just the light in her eyes and the way that she was smiling. It was uh, something I'll never forget, man. It was like yeah, yeah. one of the more like, like honestly, the most magical thing that I ever remember happening. Yeah, it was. I love. I love when they do those little things. Sophie had a thing, and you know she was super into poo, and we we were walking like towards. I think we had just done Splash Mountain or something. Some we were over by the Winnie the Pooh ride, and there was Winnie the Pooh came out and was walking towards the meet and greet section. And saw Sophie and she was like, oh my God, Winnie the Pooh. And he like grabbed her hand and then walked like really far through the park with her. And then eventually got there and took little private pictures and stuff. It was great. Oh, I love when the they do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like they talked the entire time and they yeah. were like talking about middle names and stuff. And then um, Wendy was like, my name, my name's, you know, Wendy Mora something darling. And like Peter Pan flips around. He goes, Wendy's enough. Um, it was just like they were like totally interacting with each other and yeah it was amazing like peter while he was riding like he had his arms out to the side like he was flying and when emmy saw yeah. that she like wanted to do it as well so she had her arms out and she was pretending like she was flying uh, that's cool Dude, it was um that. yeah super have super special you, have you ever seen that clip of um when uh they have the jedi training thing have you ever seen that yes Okay, so they, you know, they train a bunch of kids, they teach them like a very simple lightsaber thing. And then at the end, 
uh, Darth Vader comes out and then they're like, all right, guys, we got to do it together. Boom, boom, boom. And they pick like one kid to like do it to Darth Vader. Yes. They pick this little girl. And she, I mean, she couldn't be more than five years old at tops, maybe four. And he's like, come with me join the force and the like hosts are like all right you tell him no way and the girl like bowed and was like yes i'll go with you oh my gosh (laughs) and the darth vader kind of was like um and and even like the hosts that were like the jedis were like no no no, you don't want to join the the dark side oh my gosh that's amazing (laughs) i'll I'll find it and send it to you those are the those are the best moments man just yeah those disney magic moments it was yeah super special Maybe he's like a SoCal yeah, bro. It's like yeah. Nicholas Nickelback. Uh, why do we make those faces? Because you have to. When you, you do that to voice, be. you have to sort be. of stick your lips out. You do, bro. And half close your eyes, bro. You know what's funny is I feel like when I go to other places in the world and people find out that I'm from California, I probably sound they probably think I sound like Sure, that. yeah. Well, I love seeing people like from Europe do an American accent and they'll be like Hey everybody, let's eat some <laughs> cheeseburgers and rope some cows. Like yes. it's such a silly. But when we try to do a British accent and we go like this, I'm sure that British people are like, "Good lord, that's oh not." God, so, what we I'm so like. glad they decided to leave. Yes, exactly. Uh, it reminds me when uh, my wife and I were on our honeymoon in Paris. Uh, do you ever play the game Dance Dance Revolution? Yes. Uh, DDR to call back to the previous episode of acronyms. Uh, So when we were in Paris, I love arcades, you know, much like I love carnivals, anything that involves gaming. Like I love Dave and Buster's. So we went to this like underground arcade in Paris and there was, there weren't a lot of people there, but like we went, it was middle of the day. It was like a Wednesday. Of course there weren't a lot of people there, but there was some kid who was probably like 19 or 20 years old. And like people who play DDR are like, Intense. They play DDR. Yeah, like they got their quarters like stacked up on the screen. And they don't even really need to look at the screen. They know no. what the combinations are. Yeah. They've got towels to like oh, dry yeah. themselves <laughs> between off. Between like, songs. Between, or in the middle of the song. Right. They know exactly when they can grab it and dab yep. and throw. This kid was one of those people. Sure. And he was one of those people who uses like both sides of the board. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like up. Right, right, left, he's and like, he's right, like, right. Yeah. to backflip, you know, yeah. or whatever. And style he, points. So he didn't speak English, okay, because he's from France. Sure, but the one thing he did speak in English was like the guy who did the voiceover on the game. Oh, really? So like, I walked over and I was like, "Hey, man!" He's like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> and like, he—that's how he would talk to me. Was like the voiceover oh, guy on the game, so and he just—he learned to speak English from by that. copying the announcer on Dance Dance Revolution, and that. it was very much like. Exactly <laughs> yeah, what yeah. you were just saying. So, anyway, thank you, Nickel Bay Nick, for uh, sending us down this selection. And I will hold true to that. I do not consider my favorite things to be a Christmas song. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. It because think like when I think about that song, I think about Sound of Music. Sure. Yeah. And it's more about just comforting somebody through a scary time. Sure. Not necessarily like. Um, because like nobody's you know wrapping up think... raindrops on roses and putting them in a box. <laughs> I think the I mean? reason that I think of it as a Christmas song 
is because it's on that album. <laughs> like, uh, there's nothing about the actual song that makes it a Christmas yeah. song, but because I grew up listening to that album and that song was on that Christmas album, yeah, I'm like, that's a Christmas song. <laughs> well, it's sort of like Pentatonix with you know, Hallelujah. Sure, yeah, yeah, like that. They've not... turned that into a little bit of a Christmas. They've turned song. it into yeah. a Christmas. They've done totally. it with a few others too. But yeah. um, okay, moving right along because we promised we would keep this under an hour, and we're definitely. Not doing that. Uh, Chris is shaking his head. He's like, nobody expected you to do that ever. He goes, I had the over-under at 95 minutes. Are you ready, Chris? Sure. And this is our producer, Chris. Everyone give it up for producer Chris. Hi, Chris. Everyone give it up for Chris. Thank you. Hi. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Yeah, let's hear it for Chris. Please, please, keep it down. Oh, (laughs) that is, that's a pro producer move there. Cut it out. (laughs) Yes. I'm loaded, guys. Uh, I'm loaded. That was, that was okay. (laughs) That was okay. Oh, jeez. Do you want to hear the freak leak real quick? <laughs> I don't think Eric's heard the freak leak yet. I've it's not to- totally heard the freak out of context, leak. but it's wait, amazing. Wait, 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 wait. Freak leak? I don't know if I've heard it. Have I heard this? We played it on Rachel's episode that kind of got lost. Oh, uh, yeah. So, kind this of, is it, real quick. AKA is lost forever. Yeah. Hey, DJ! DJ! Freak Too much? Oh, oh my, my God, that's spectacular! Uh, so LJ, find let, it, let us give that. you LJ. Let's just give you a little perspective as to what just happened there. <laughs> There's no perspective. Um, so we were talking about nicknames a while back on the show, mm-hmm. and I I said I wanted to call Eric Petey Pablo because his last name is Peterson, and they were like, "Who the heck is Petey Pablo?" And I was like, "You don't remember Petey Pablo? He had this song called Freakalik." I was like, Freak a Leak. I was like, you don't remember that song? And so then they started calling me DJ Freak a Leak. And that's uh, LJ. Do you, know, that do you know that song? That song? See, yes. LJ remembers it. See, <laughs> these guys were treating me like this was like the Mandela effect. And they ever heard of this song ever in their lives. And I was like, no, this was this was the jam for about three weeks back in 2004. <laughs> about three weeks is right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. It. Well, Eric, okay. should, or Chris, should we should we do this? Yeah, let's get it going. Here it comes. Let's do it. I cannot wait uh, for that experience. Yeah, I mean, it's such a... Hold con- on, my, my dog's losing her mind. Hold on, one second. Just one second, sorry. What's he going to do to his dog? I don't know. I guess <laughs> if we hear a gunshot, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> He's going to come back just like drenched in blood and panting. Just All right, let's go. Number eight. <laughs> drenched in blood. Like it's a single gunshot, but the dog exploded. And he's just like covered in blood. He's like, yeah, that dog won't be a problem anymore. I told him. I said, when I'm podcasting, you be quiet. <laughs> you shush. <laughs> and then like the dryer goes off. <laughs> and he's like, I got to go talk to Lynn. We're like, Danny, no, no. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) I feel like they used to, and I don't know if I'm remembering this wrong, but I feel like they did. When I was a kid and I'd go to White Sox games, if somebody got kicked out of the stadium, like, and if it was, like, a big enough scene where, like, there was a fight in the stands or something and they, like, kicked somebody out of the stadium and they were, like, you know, walking them up up the stairs to be, like, you're kicked out, they would, like... Once the person was like out of sight, they would play a gunshot sound like they took him, <laughs> like they took him out back and shot him. 
We were saying, Danny, that you were gonna like come back into the frame like covered in blood, and we'd like heard a single gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, "I told that dog not to mess with me when I'm podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> told her shut up when I'm recording." Um, yeah, the I I knew what it was. The uh, the pest control guy is here today, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, jeez." And I realized I hadn't moved like any of the toys that are like up against the house. And oh boy, oh boy. yeah. I should say my kid's awake, but he's set up on the couch, so I'm gonna keep my mic off if I don't have to talk. Yeah, okay. don't. Yeah, if he, he may even come in and sit on the, on the bed behind us if he yeah. he's gonna he's gonna do an Eric hang out yes. in the bed. This is this is parenting vibes to the max. I feel like I'm missing out. Eric's in his sure. bed. Chris sits next to his bed, and I'm in the garage. Sure, You're floating in the sky. I am. Yeah, man. There is Danny in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> That was a that was a nice uh, Broadway. Uh, in the sky oh, with see, I was going into the woods. Oh yeah, there you go. Did you not recognize that beautiful there melody? Danny's in, in the, the sky. sky. Did I not go low and enough? Tall, terrible. Danny's in the sky. Oh. Very popular song at open mics in New York City. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, not with me. I I never get up on those stages and sing. The spoken word stuff. Yeah, I like to do um, slam poetry. <laughs> I do. My name is Danny. You might think that they rhymes call me with Fanny. You might think that rhymes with Fanny, <laughs> and it does. But don't say it because that's insulting. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, we're off to a great start here today. <laughs> I had a joke with. Uh, I can tell. I can tell. Danny's got the hot takes today. He's ready to go. Hot, I have got so many hot takes today. They are blazing hot. The skillet is cooking. You, it's like when you're at, you know, El, El Torito and the the sizzling platter of fajitas comes walking by you, and you're like, oh, not really a it's big a fajita sound. guy, but that looks really exciting. I think I'm gonna order it. It's a good sound. Probably right. one of my top five food sounds. Really, sizzling fajitas. Yeah. That'll be our our next show, which will be just uh, sounds countdown. Sounds countdown. <laughs> countdown sounds sounds countdown sounds. This is what I love about our show. We did this with Christmas a lot, and obviously with parenting countdown, is you and I will take a theme, and we both take very different approaches to it, which I think totally. makes this really really fun. Um, somebody have a bird in their studio? What was that? You're not going to believe this. I was actually putting together a Santa Claus Russian nesting doll. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the squeak of the wood? Yeah, it was just like a little... Yeah. <laughs> yes! Oh, that is so great. That was... It sounded right like a little... Like, like a little sparrow just flew by. Uh, yeah. That was really funny. Sorry, guys. We Kinda can call good. you Pistol Pete, like in... Uh, Ooh, Pistol Pete's very good. I love what's that. What's that movie with uh, Paul Rudd? Um, uh, gosh, what is that? The movie where he's trying to get a friend? Um, uh, Do you know what it's, movie I'm talking is it about? You've Got a Friend? No, it's, it, no. it's with Jason Siegel. Yes. Uh, it's like, Laters um, on the Men, Jay. Are We Friends? What is that no, movie called? I don't even know if it has the word friends in it. Oh, my gosh. Why is Chris not here? Chris dropped because he had technical issues. <laughs> And we're Hang on, we're gonna look this up. This we're, is the moment we need. Struggling. I need floaties. I'm drowning over here. I, Help. IMDB. Oh, okay, here we go. Here okay. we go. I feel Pause like I, you're gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go, oh. Is it like oh. something man? Something man? 
Uh, yes, I think you're right. Uh, like, hey man, hey man, I love What's you, man. Up, man? Lo- I, I love you, man. It is. I love yeah, you, I love man. you, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know I our listeners you, throughout that entire segment were like screaming at their 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 car oh, stereo. Gosh. We're like, I love you, man. That is the name of the movie. Um, Hilarious. Remember, he's got the little straws, yes, the, pe- the Petrid- Pepperidge Farms uh, straws that he puts mm-hmm. in the little milkshakes he makes for all the women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I got to get some I friends, man. Uh, but Pistol Pete, I kind of like that one. Yeah. Chris, did you trim your beard? I did. It was it was time. It needed to happen. Good. I had to clean the bathroom, so I like to get it all out of the way. So I just go in the bathroom and just make a giant mess, <laughs> and then clean it all up. <laughs> Looks great. I, I shaved my beard. At, like when I was in Chicago, because mine was getting pretty, pretty gnarly looking, and <laughs> and I like called my manager. I was like, "Hey, can I shave this beard?" And he's like, "Well, you have a like a callback coming up for an audition that you sent in with it, so mm. can you hold off?" I was like, "I can't. I, I literally can't. <laughs> I cannot wait. I have to shave this off. This gig, if I got it, is in June." I was like, "I can. Grow, I'll grow it back, but I cannot spend another day with it." it was just like, Ugh. dude. I, I can't you get do past it. a certain point and then it doesn't like itch anymore, but it was just in that terrible zone of just itchy. So annoying. I can't even get past the itchy part. Like once it starts to curl over and I can feel it like on my lip and stuff, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done like this. Yeah. I could never grow it that like that long. No way. <laughs> I'm crazy. How's everybody doing? I, don't ask me. Don't ask uh, me. I've got I've got a lot to say today. <laughs> oh boy, I'm excited. Yeah, Good, wait. Bad? Uh it's just, you know, when you you know how like at the top of every show you ask me, "Hey, how are you guys doing?" I'm like, "You know, I'm doing great. Life's great. My kids right. are great." I don't feel that way today. Oh boy. So I'm going to lean into the honesty. I don't feel like horrible. I'm just when you said, uh, I don't know, on our first episode, you talked about Danny's in the trenches. I was like, it's not really that bad. Um, now I'm like it's really, I'm really in the trenches <laughs> right now, mm-hmm. my friend. And we can delve deeper into that shortly. Um, Wait, can we, we don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about this on, on the show, but can I tell you guys, I am obsessed with the show Vikings right now. I am in a deep, Ooh. deep binge of the show Vikings. Is that Stars that History or, Channel? Or History? Oh, okay. History Channel. Yeah. Okay. It's like I, six seasons long. Yeah. I tried to get awesome. into The Last Kingdom. Did you watch that show at all? You know, I watched like the first couple episodes of that and liked it. And Vikings is a very similar feel. Yeah. Very similar I, feel. Because I, yeah, I was like, oh, this can be like my new Game of Thrones. And yeah. I sort of got into it, but then, like, the story just started getting so muddy. Like, he's going here. Then I think he's you going... should try Vikings. Okay. Vikings feels to me like Game of Thrones. Like, there's a okay. lot of interesting political things happening, but you get some of the, like, you know, butchering and just, like, people being gnarly because it's, like, olden times. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. I basically, like, watch it in the morning and then I watch it while I'm on the Peloton, and then I watch it at night, and I like I'm wearing an axe, like uh, oh my gosh, you go all in, I'm like <laughs> I am like full Viking now. I, I mean, I am Viking, and I've always like loved my Scandinavian heritage, but now I'm like I was talking to my son 
uh, yesterday, and I looked up, like, how can you tell if you're actually descended from Vikings? Because I'm like, I know my family is from Denmark and Sweden and Norway, but you don't know if they moved there from somewhere else. Were they just simple fishermen, right? Right. But it says that if your last name ends with S-O-N or S-E-N, then that is the highest likelihood that you would be descended from Vikings because they didn't have last names. Mm. They would only be like, you know, Thor, son of Odin, you know. And so I would be like Eric, son of Peter. And they said if if your last name ends with an S-O-N or S-E-N, then it's more than likely that you are directly descended from Vikings. What if your last name ends with D-A-N? What about that? Nope. No, okay. Not likely. I know. (laughs) Different thing. Uh, My name is very redundant. Jordan. Danny Jordan. Yeah, Danny Jordani. Like the first three letters and the last three. Danny (laughs) Jordani. Yeah, the last That's three letters. You should just do a loop. Danny yeah. Jordan. Danny Jordan. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible Beatles song. <laughs> um. uh, That's great. Let's do it. Did you just fart or something? No, I didn't. I just saw this oh. sitting on the counter and it's oh. white barn spray, and I just wanted to smell it because it smells so good. <laughs> um, I probably just made a, a little too much, though. Now it's, <laughs> it's uh, I'm in a cloud. <laughs> this is gonna be a good hello everybody i can't wait for this one i have a question about your softball team uh yeah is it do you guys use mitts uh we use gloves yeah yeah like a baseball glove yeah i I just don't call the mitt you don't call it a mitt no can i tell you something when i was a kid i remember hearing of the team the mets when i was like five years old but i was on the brewers but I thought I was on the Mets because Mets sounds like mitts and the Brewers sure. logo is a glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, no, I'm, I my de- my mom was like, you're on the Brewers. I was like, no, I'm on the Mets. Look, That's funny. we've got a Met on our hat. Um, But no, I was asking because in Chicago, and Chris, you maybe know about this, there is uh, a game called 16-inch softball, which is played what with is no that? mitts. It's essentially slow pitch softball, so it's underhand pitching, and the ball is 16 inches, so it's very big right um and it's kind of soft on the edges of it so it doesn't feel quite as hard as like a hard softball um which doesn't make any sense but it is actually a softer ball but it's big and it's about 16 inches and you play nobody wears gloves whoa so it's baseball but it's just but it's a very kind of localized midwestern thing that feels like something you would see like a bunch of like coal workers doing like on on their break Mm mm-hmm but like my dad had, they had a company team and they'd play other furniture companies and stuff like that. And that's yeah. cool. I, I've they... always been looking for something like that in California because I would love to play uh, as an adult now. As you want to play mittless softball? Yeah. Do they call it something different? They just call it 16 inch softball. The 16 inch softball. Okay. Yeah. Sort of like candlestick bowling. Isn't that really big? Like in yeah, New England the, and the little pins, the little pins and a little ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that is weird. Anyway, we are really getting niche here today, <laughs> folks, and I'm I'm here for it. Um, I have to pause for one second, guys. You're not going to believe what I just saw. Uh, I'm looking out my, my kitchen window right now, and there's a gentleman who lives on my street who goes for a daily walk with no shirt and no shoes on. Um, and he's <laughs> kind of got long hair. He looks sort of like a caveman. Uh, and yeah. I, I see him go for his morning walk, right? He just went by riding a unicycle and holding a bag, I think, of potatoes. 
And I'm no not making way. that up. I swear to God, he just rode by on a <laughs> unicycle. You have to go see if and this is true. And you got to take a picture of it. You got to get a picture. so fast. Eric. I couldn't even believe it. It was like, I have a big kitchen window and it literally was like, <sighs> I was like, I thought you were guy. saying you needed to stop because you were going to run out the front door and see what he was doing <laughs> to make sure that that was in fact what you just oh. saw. My goodness! Uh, I wish you got a photo of. So I guess funny. a mental picture is uh, is yeah. Is what mental we'll picture have to suffice. Um, oh, oh my gosh! My gosh! All right. So <laughs> enough about I guess technology and uh, potato delivery men on unicycles. <laughs> Let, let's move on with our show. <laughs> <laughs> 